animal lovers. Welcome to the Itty Bitty Animal Facts Podcast, where we learn a couple of facts about animals we're curious about. This podcast may not be suitable for all listening ears, specifically young ones. I just want to remind everyone that I am not a professional, just an animal enthusiast, because they can do so many cool, crazy things. Some things I say may just be my opinion. Sometimes I am misinformed, or sometimes I'm just straight up wrong. I am only human after all, but please email me at animalfactspodcast at gmail.com so I can correct myself and learn from you. Remember, I am only an enthusiast, not a professional. I am your host, Nicole, and joining me is my husband, Josh. Thank you for geeking out with me. Enjoy! Welcome to another itty bitty Animal Facts Podcast episode. That was our baby, if you heard it, <laughs> if you were so lucky. Yes. I'm Nicole. I'm Josh. Yes, indeed. Uh, I originally recorded this episode with my mom, and then I had an oopsie, so now I'm re-recording it with Josh, because <laughs> I messed up the recording the first time. So, here's hoping oopsie. two time lucky, and I don't have to try a third. If not, I'm just going to dub this animal as it doesn't want to be learned about. (laughs) (laughs) But first things first, let's talk about the National Days coming up. We're starting to get into March. So the month of March is Adopt a Rescued Guinea Pig Month. They have rescue guinea pigs. I know. (laughs) Interesting. Enough of them to make it a day. It just makes me think of um, bad guys now. Uh-huh. All those extra guinea pigs. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then it's also um, Dolphin Awareness Month. Aware that they're a-holes? What's the... <laughs> or the ones that are endangered that maybe uh, aren't a-holes. I don't know. all a-holes. I don't know. I don't know enough about all the different like types of dolphins. I don't know all of them, but I know that. Yeah, I don't the know. One, the dolphin that people think of when you say dolphin. Right. Those things are monsters. And then Wednesday, March 1st, is Welsh Corgi Day. The second is International Cat Rescue Day. And the third is Iterod Trail Sled Dog Race. I don't think it's a special day. I think it just marks the day that that race begins or something about that race. Sled dogs racing. Okay. Pretty cool. Cool. It's also National If Pets Had Thumbs Day. (laughs) So if you have a pet monkey, that, that one's already got thumbs. I love that. If dogs had thumbs, yeah, they'd get into so much more trouble. Ugh, can't even imagine how Getting much more cabinets and right. pantries and... eating all them snacks. Yeah, <laughs> I saw a thing. I'm no longer. I'm at the point in age that I'm no longer a snack. I'm a happy meal because I come with toys and kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is also Festival of Owls Week, but here's where it's confusing. Whenever I look at like. The weeks, like, what they start and end on, most of the time they'll tell me, like, the 5th to 11th, the 7th to 14th, right? Mm-hmm. The whole week long. This one is 3 to 4. I don't know if it's the 3rd to the 4th, if it's the 3rd week to the 4th week, but it's in the first week that it mentions this. So, really, it's, like, a two-day long thing, or it's a typo. I really don't know. Or the website has a thing, it's like if it's one day, it's a day. If it's more than one day, it's automatically considered a week. Maybe. That's my only thought. I'm in programming brain again because I'm taking a class again. So. Right, yeah, I'm like... <laughs> But yeah, that is uh, what what we got coming up from those national days. Alright. I don't know what the three or four is, but owls. <laughs> <laughs> we love owls. Owls. Hoo hoo. Hoo hoo. 
Alright, so today you are learning about a bird, which is why we did our wingspans. Oh, I was suspicious. Uh-huh. I was like, I should have done it because my mom and I were talking about it in the one I recorded with her. And I was like, oh, we'll have to re- like check our wingspans at the end of this. We never did, so I finally gotcha. did it. So I did the wingspans this time before we recorded <laughs> So we have them. And then I also found what we can compare what size of bird wingspans we have. Uh Not exact, but close enough. All right. But first things first, you're learning about the the whooping crane. (laughs) (laughs) Because today is whooping crane festival. Nice. All right. All right. Let's get to business on this whooping crane. Business. I'm going to start over because you were not listening. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you probably already forgot Are they what I said. Whoop me? They might. They're big or enough. Are they whooping grains? They're whooping. Stop judging me. Oh, that means <laughs> I know. I now know how to pronounce this word. <laughs> but <laughs> I'll tell you after I pronounce it, and I go over what I actually kept saying when I was recording oh. with my mom, and we we had probably like a good like three minute conversation about how to pronounce this and if it was like what it was. So <laughs> the. Whooping crane is the tallest bird in North America and one of the most awe-inspiring. It has a snowy white plumage, a crispin, a crispin, a crimson (laughs) cap, a crispin, a crimson cap, and a bugling call. And it's got graceful and like a really graceful courtship dance. But can I guess what uh word you mispronounced? uh Buggling. Is that what you were saying? Way more embarrassing. Oh, no. I'm dyslexic. Uh And I added a letter that looks like it should be in there because of the G in there. Mm -hmm. Looks like the beginning of a D. And I just mixed up letters. So I said bulging call. (laughs) (laughs) It's got a bulging call and a graceful courtship dance. And I was like... How did someone have like a bulging call? And then I was like, I gotta stop I saying mean, bulge. You just know that bird has a big dick. <laughs> I just kept saying bulge, and my mom and I were like, bugling, buggling, bulging. I was like, I know it's not bulging, but my brain keeps reading bulging. <laughs> that bird's call, man. You just know. Uh, so, anyway. That's amazing. Bugling or it. buggling. It's one of the two. It's, bugling. it's probably bugling, but it's spelled like bugling. Bugling. Yep. <laughs> uh, but I kept reading and still keep reading. Bugle is B U G L E. And to convert that into I N G, you take off the E. Yeah, because I just, I guess, does Bugle. bulge have a D in it? I don't think so. B U L G E. Yeah, so I just kept switching the L and the G. Yep. Probably then when I kept yep. reading bulging but my brain wants to put a d in that word like badge d in it doesn't badge have a d in it it does let's find out (laughs) let's just ask let's just say into my voice to text bulge does it have a d nope there's no d in it a rounded swelling or protuberance that distorts we don't need Bulge. Bulging B- call. <laughs> huh. So why does bulge not have it, but badge does? Badge has one, right? Now yes. I'm second guessing yes, that. It does. I'm confused. English. I'm so I confused. Like Japanese. Okay. Let's get this show on the road so we can go to bed. <laughs>
<laughs> so the whooping, 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 whatever. Whooping. Whoop. The whooping. You're not whooping um, me. The, You're whooping. I mean, it could whoop you. Whoop. I feel like whoop, as in I'm whooping you, could. I don't know. Anyway. Weigh, they weigh 15 pounds. <laughs> That's a heavy bird. It is a heavy bird, but it's also still light for how big it is. Oh. Okay. So. Dang. Uh, I'm ready. How big do you think it is? Not including its wingspan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's that wingspan on that bird? <laughs> you can tell he's got a big think... wingspan. <laughs> when a bird has a big wingspan. When they've got that bulging call, you know. They... Oh. It's like the big hands. Right. Big, big butt. Feet. Yeah. Um, big wingspan. <laughs> tip of beak to tail. I'm going to say is 18 inches. Wingspan, I'm going to say is 15 pounds. It's got to be bigger than that. Bald eagles are 10 pounds. Okay. They're big. Okay. They're not like the super not tall. Huge, because mm-hmm. they're, actually have the bald they're raptors. Raptors, yeah. I feel like, are a little more... They're nimble because they can go fast and dive. They dive really, Bald really fast. Eagles. So. Oh, I don't have a bald. Oh yeah, I do. A bald eagle's wingspan is two meters or six and a half feet. Okay. And I'm gonna only say like this bird is three and a half meter like wingspan. Three and a half meter. Yep. You said three and a half meters. Um, eleven and a half feet. That's what that would be. Okay. And you think it's 18 inches from beak to yeah. tail and how tall? I didn't say tall. I don't oh, know. Birds you know. aren't very tall. Okay. It's a crane. Oh, so it's got a long neck. Cranes are in it. It's one of the tallest birds in North America. Yeah. I don't know. Tall is weird for birds because if they're like flying... They're really not very tall because their head to tail is what I'm saying. Right. Which head to tail is length. basically it's length height plus a tiny bit from their feet. Okay. We'll just get into it. Yeah. So they're 15 pounds. <laughs> their wingspan is more than seven feet. Okay. It's as tall as many humans. It reaches the oh, height no. of five feet. Oh, no. It measures five feet in length is its trachea. So its trachea is five feet also, which is mind-boggling what? because it coils into its sternum and allows the bird to give its really big call. Oh, weird. Which carries the call long distances over the marsh, which weird. is why it's the whooping crane. Right. And it's got weird. that so, really known. So beak to tail or height or whatever is like five feet. I think ground up, it's tall, like, so beak to feet, yeah, beak to, or head to foot, whatever, is about five five feet feet tall, so it's as tall as me, with a seven foot wingspan, and then it's tricky, (laughs) so basically add a foot to the end of each of your hands, yeah, (laughs) it's a good big hug, Uh (laughs) mm-hmm, Then they 
so they're known to like walk with a smooth but stately gait. Its court courtship dance is a spectacle of leaping, kicking, head pumping, and wing sweeping. My mom and I talked about how I'm like, I want to see this dance. Right. Ah, uh, I want to see like a YouTube video of it. And if I love it, then I'm going to add it to my bucket list of wanting to see in person, like in real life. Mm-hmm. But I don't know because it's a bird that's as tall as me and I already don't <laughs> like birds. Right. So I mean, if you see it like at a zoo or something, it'll be enclosed. Right. But I feel like it'd be more cool to see, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd see it at a zoo, you know, because right. it's like the mating thing. So right. I don't know. But it'd be cool to add to my bucket list if mm-hmm. I think it's cool enough and I want to see it in person right. rather than just like a YouTube video mm-hmm. of it, you know. So if National Geographic or some discovery animal wants to sponsor this podcast, <laughs> just wants to make sure they someone points me in the right direction where I can find that footage <laughs> or that, uh, I would be much appreciated. So then I can, yeah. And then if I decide I want to see it in person. Whooping cranes begin to look for mates and form pair bonds while they are still in their winter feeding grounds. Then the pair bonding continues as they fly to the breeding habitat in the north. There's one type of whooping crane that's a non-migratory, like a population that's Mm non-migratory, and they will find their mate and and they're they breed in the same area that they do their whole dance in, in okay. the same location. So they don't, like, do it and then Find continue and then their little courtship and then go somewhere else and be like, great. Got it. So cool. at the breeding location, the pair will then build a nest together. They lay one to three eggs, and it's an average of two. Only one usually survives, which is kind of sad. Yeah. And then... Both parents take care of the egg and the young crane, as the young crane develops, the juvenile crane will become fairly independent pretty early on, but it still, like, will receive food from its parents, and they stay with their parents for about the first year, which includes the flight back to their wintering grounds. Okay. Do you want to guess how long they live for? I wanted to know so I could do the math on, like how old they are relative to their lifespan when they leave home. But um, I'm going to guess 30 years. That's what my mom guessed. Not too shabby. <laughs> 20 to 25. 20 to 25. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the wild. Right. I don't know about captivity. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So in perspective, humans often are at home till they're... 18, 18 20. to early 20s, right. which humans live 80 plus, so it's about a quarter of your life that you're at home. Right. I'm going to tell you one more fact about them. It's about what they eat because it scares me. Birds, I don't like birds, you guys. <laughs> if I know that these birds, like uh, raptors, are going to be eating certain things, I'm fine with it. But birds that I don't picture as raptors freak me out when I find out that they eat small mammals. <laughs> and I don't like it. They also eat plant tubers, crabs, other amphibians, reptiles, insects. They eat grains, marsh plants, and acorns. So they're an omnivore. Okay. Which, I'm like, birds eat fish. Sure. Birds eat insects. Sure. Yeah, okay. It makes sense. They'll eat a frog here and there. Right. Small mammals, like a rat or a rabbit <laughs> yeah. or a mouse. Yep. I don't like it. 
I imagine like a giant seagull eating a mouse and it freaks me out. A seagull. What? The thing that tries yeah. to like I just I don't like birds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. They're supposed to eat like grains. <laughs> Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> My picnic leftovers. Right. <laughs> Not hunting or, small mammals. Or hot dogs and ice cream out of people's hands. Yeah. <laughs> like crows and stuff, you know? Like, yeah. But a giant Carrion. bird that is as tall as me eating a small mammal freaks me out. It's like pelicans. I don't like the fact that pelicans just try to eat anything that fits in their freaking beaks. Mm -hmm. Pouches and they'll try to eat small cats. It freaks me out. I don't (laughs) like birds. And they fly. They're just living pterodactyls. And I don't like it. They are. I don't like it, you guys. They really are. I don't like it. The only pterodactyl I have ever liked in my entire life was Petrie from A Land Before Time. (laughs) And he was a baby. And he was cute and little. But I still, I don't. Anyway. So let's learn about wingspans. <laughs> yep, let's do it. The smallest bird wingspan. Hummingbird. It is a type of hummingbird. It's right. the bee hummingbird with cute. a width of a wingspan of 5.5 centimeters, which is the width of a deck of cards. So tiny. Yeah. And then the biggest. Do you want to know what the biggest is? Or guess, I guess. biggest oh, it's gonna be some sort of like gliding bird that just sits up there and glides for long periods of time on, on hot winds I, don't know. I think it is actually pretty good at gliding i think the whooping crane's actually really good at gliding because sure yeah. uh it's the wandering albatross mm-hmm. yeah albatross are big. Mm-hmm. which makes me think of the rescuers down mm-hmm. under an albatross that's a jumbo <laughs> yeah God, turn back. We don't, our runway isn't too, uh, like, right size for a bird your size or something. Is it big enough for a bird your size? Yeah, oh I love it. Uh, they have a wingspan of 3.7 meters, which is the length of a small car. I have that in, the, in a second for you, too. So, to figure out your wingspan, for anybody who wants to know what their wingspan is, is you go fingertip to fingertip when your arms are stretched out, like, as if you're going to give the world a giant hug. Uh, so fingertip to fingertip if the thing you have to measure is too short you can measure fingertip to the middle of the neck and then double check that your arms are the same length measure the other arm and then put them together mark where you left off like you would with any other kind of measurement Yeah. anyway but fingertip to fingertip is what you're going for and then also there are over 60 different birds that cannot fly Mm. I didn't realize there was that many yeah because I know, like, penguins and ostrich and emus, but there's something called, like, a steamer duck. Interesting. I don't know what that is. I have to look it up. More. Yeah. But there's, like, a, like over 60 different birds that okay. don't fly. Right. I mean, the definition of a bird is, like, beak and wings. and. I was thinking about that because you were like, the technically, the definition of fish, there's actually no fish. Oh, right? Yeah. I was like, uh-huh. is there actually a bird at that point? Oh, yeah, there is. Bird is pretty well defined. Because, you know. The... Bird's pretty well defined. Lay eggs, beak, wings. Platypus. <laughs> Platypus doesn't have wings. No, but it lays eggs. Yep. And has a beak. And it's a mammal. Yeah. It's got a bill. Yeah. Just a type of beak. But still. 
but it's a mammal. Yep. So wild. Anyway, there's like lizards with like wing things and fish that fly. <laughs> it's just wild. Animals be wild, you guys. Yep. And I love it. Anyway, this is why I do this. she was saying was there was a, a, I don't remember the guy's name. I Some comedy show, they talked about this. Um, it was a, a biologist who, or a marine biologist who studies fish. Mm-hmm. For, I'm just mentioning it okay. real quick because you mentioned it and I wanted to say the whole thing. Okay. It's a marine biologist who has studied fish for like 30 years. And at the end of his all of his research that he's done, he has concluded that there's no such thing as a fish. Because it's such a broad definition that it's just something we made up to say something that lives in water. But it doesn't actually mean anything. Because there's like some fish that are more closely related to... Uh, say a camel than they are to another type of fish yeah. because they're just so diverse anywho. anywho there's no such thing as a fish back to birds <laughs> wingspans okay sky animals instead of water sky <laughs> animals so i did mine and josh's wingspans so josh's was 69.5 centimeters nice. <laughs> mine was 65 my mom was also 65 one of our kids was 32-ish inches. Yeah. He's squirmy. And the other one was also like 21, 22-ish because she's also squirmy. Yeah. Inches. Kids be squirmy. Kids be squirmy. Josh's is between five and six feet because you had 69 and a half. So that's mm-hmm. between five and six feet. So you six and would and be probably closest to a turkey vulture. Which okay. is 5.9 feet. Yeah. And then my mom and I would be closest to a Canadian goose, hmm. which is 5.5 feet. That just makes me think of Slumberland. <laughs> Scooch my goose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then our kiddos was what? 32. It's just under 3 feet. Yep. Um, he would be... He'd probably be closest to the seagull. Between the seagull and the peregrine falcon. Because hmm, cool. the seagull, or the common goal, is 2.9 feet. And the peregrine... Peregrine? Per, Paragon? Per, per, peregrine falcon? Peregrine? Yeah. Peregrine is 3.6 feet. So, he's probably just... The, the yeah, probably the seagull. Yeah. It's a little bigger than a seagull. Because he's just under three. And then so. our, our littlest is probably closest to a Merlin at 53 centimeters. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because the other one is a raven at 16.9 inches or 43 centimeters. Cool. So, yeah. Oh, and the bee hummingbird I mentioned earlier, 5.5 centimeters is about two inches. For anybody who's like, what's that? And then the, as we said, the wandering albatross is about 12 feet, 3.7 meters. 12 feet. Dang. 12 feet. Each wing, or I guess not each wing necessarily, wing to wing though, is still taller than two of me standing on top of itself. Yeah. I'm probably the size of one of their wings. That's terrifying. (laughs) And then the condor is eight. So their to body ten. is a foot wide. 
I am the size of their waist. Oh, right, because my mom was like, the biggest one is a California condor, was her guess for the biggest one mm-hmm. with wingspan. And they are not, because it's the wandering albatross. So a condor's wingspan is 8.9 to 10 feet. Okay. So it's still pretty big. Yeah. But yeah. Wingspans. Birds be scary. I don't like birds. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Please rate, review, and tell your friends so I can continue with your support in sharing fun animal facts with you. You can also follow Animal Facts Podcast on Instagram. I may not be updating it as often right now, but there will be occasional treats. Click the link in the description for the resources, donation links to save the animals we talk about, merchandise, and other fun things. And a special thank you to my best friend, Jewel, for the awesome theme music. And all of you for joining me in my animal passions. Until next time, an itty-bitty bye!